Hello and welcome to Locked On Flames, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. I'm your host, Kristen Anderson, and I don't think I've ever witnessed a crazier 24 hours with this team, or month really. November has been insane for news and for drama. The six-game losing streak, the scoring woes, the scary TJ Brody incident, and now the latest head coach Bill Peters' job is in jeopardy after a former player accused him of using racial slurs earlier in his coaching career when he was with the Rockford Ice Hogs. And in this episode, I want to give you the latest in this developing story, a very serious one with multiple parts and layers, and I want to dissect what has happened with this team in the last two days as well. But I also want to touch on how the Flames can move forward. But let's start first with the chain of events. The Flames were made aware of a tweet from Alou during Monday's Flames game against the Pittsburgh Penguins. And before I get into what Alou actually said, I need to give you some context on the story. Mike Babcock was fired by the Toronto Maple Leafs last week, and it was reported over the weekend that the former head coach had asked Mitch Marner, who was then a rookie with the team, to list his teammates from the hardest working to the least hardest working. Yeah, and Babcock ended up sharing those answers with a couple of the veterans on the wrong end of the ratings. It was used as a motivational tactic, and he had said he had intended it to use it as an exercise in identifying role models. He admitted that to Sportsnet earlier this week. He realized he made a mistake, and he admitted that earlier this week, and Martyr addressed it with reporters earlier this week on two separate occasions, and he said he's moved on, but it still brought to light the misinterpreted motivational tactics by coaches, and in some ways you could interpret it as bullying. So, Babcock and Peters, of course, have worked together for a number of years, or had over the past. They worked together in the WHL with the Spokane Chiefs, and again in the NHL level with the Detroit Red Wings. So Alou, who played for Peters when he was the head coach of the Rockford Ice Hogs, the Chicago Blackhawks farm team, Alou was a rookie at the time, and he said this on Twitter. Not very surprising the things we're hearing about Babcock. Apple doesn't fall far from the tree. Same sort of deal with his protege in YYC. Dropped the N-bomb several times towards me in the dressing room in my rookie year because he didn't like my choice of music. First one to admit I rebelled against him, wouldn't you? And instead of remedying the situation, he wrote a letter to John McDonough and Stan Bowman to have me sent to the ECHL. A 20-year-old on pace for 20 goals in his first pro year with zero PP, PK time was off to a great start in his pro career. On Tuesday, Akeem Alou talked to TSN, Frank Saravelli with TSN, and he said that, He clarified his statements and he clarified what had happened actually and expounded on it and it was really uh, quite sad really and it's it just breaks my heart to have to talk about this to have to listen to this to have to hear that this happens in this day and age and it's still alarming that this is happening. Um, So he said this to Frank Saravelli about Bill Peters. He walked in before a morning pregame skate and said hey Akeem I'm sick of you playing that N expletive, S expletive. He said, I'm sick of hearing this N, F, other N word in the ass stuff. Like just awful, brutal, 
And then he walked out like nothing ever happened. You could hear a pin drop in the room. Everything went dead silent. I just sat down in my stall, didn't say a word. So Alu is 30 years old, and he also explained to TSN why he waited nearly a decade to go public about the alleged comments by Peters. He said, this isn't me being bitter. I sat on this a really, really long time. He said, I broke my heart. I think I made my career go downhill. I think it made my career go downhill before it started. This isn't to the degree of Colin Kaepernick by any means, but if you play the race card, it is the most it is most likely the end of your career. And TSN also reported that two of Alou's teammates, former Ice Hog teammates, independently corroborated the story. So um, it's pretty awful. It's awful to hear. It's awful to know that this went on, but it's not surprising. Um, this kind of culture is still very prevalent, I think, in, in hockey, in professional hockey. And it must be getting better. It has to be getting better. There's a greater emphasis on diversity and inclusion in this world and, and the NHL. I mean, hockey is for everyone. That's their big slogan. But there's no room for that word ever. No room for that type of treatment of people at any level of the game or in life in general. It's upsetting. And yes, it was a decade ago and it was a different time back then. Perhaps the world's changing really fast and it's a there's a cancel culture now that exists and it's incredibly dangerous. If you don't agree with me, I want you fired, that kind of stuff. But when it comes to coaches and people in power and ultimately someone who's determining a young person's career, there needs to be a system of checks and balances in place. And um, this type of behavior, there is no room for it in the game at any level. And I'm sure this happened quite often and there's a lot of players out there that have these types of stories not just about Bill Peters but other coaches that are still coaching in the NHL um and it's sad it's this is this is a dark time in the NHL right now um it's shining a light on a dark issue that has been swept under the rug for a long time um and now it's sort of the doors are being opened and and, and people are and Players are smarter. Players are um, have mental health um, awareness and education, so they, you know, want that type of treatment out of the game as well. And and frankly, the game needs to become a little bit more diverse. The the culture is broken in my mind. But back to Monday night, the tweet is sent. The Flames are made aware of the tweet, and after the game, Bill Peters is not made available for comment. So general manager Brad Trilliving comes out and gives a statement that they are looking into the matter and they are taking it very seriously. This isn't something that's just chalked up to something on social media. Social media is toxic, blah, 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 blah. There are a lot of terrible things about social media, but this also gives people a voice. And I have to applaud Alu and others who've told their side of the story in the, la- in the days that have kind of come after it's not easy. It can't be easy to tell their side of the story. And, you know, Alou said it, it was something that he kept inside because he was afraid of jeopardizing his career. So many other players are like that in the NHL. And um, when a, when one person, your head coach, has that much power over a player, yeah, it's really hard to admit to a teammate or admit to um, other people that, you know, this is really bothering me and this treatment is not okay. 
Ailu, by the way, was a second-round pick of the Chicago Blackhawks in the 2007 NHL draft, and he played a total of seven NHL games. And but coincidentally, he played those seven games with the Calgary Flames back in 2011, 2012, and 2012-2013. But the time he was referring to with the incident with Bill Peters was during the 2009-10 season when he was an AHL rookie. So their times in Calgary never overlapped. When I come back from this break, I'm going to get into a little bit more about where the Flames can go from here. We know that Bill Peters won't be on the bench for Tuesday's game against the Buffalo Sabres. It'll be Jeff Ward that'll be taking over the head coaching duties of the Flames, but I'll have more on that after this break. Treat yourself to the meal you deserve and have your favorite restaurants come to you with DoorDash. Right now, our listeners can get $5 off their their first order of $15 or more when you download the DoorDash app and enter promo code Locked On. Listening on the go? If you can't visit DoorDash right now, you can find this and all other offers from Locked On sponsors at LockedOnPodcast.com slash offers. Welcome back to Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. You're listening to Locked On Flames. And now back to the serious allegations from earlier this week. The Flames are finishing up a four-game road trip and practice in Buffalo on Tuesday. And as of Tuesday evening, we're still unsure of what's going to happen with Bill Peters' future. He was still with the team, but at the hotel on Tuesday during the team's practice. And Craig Conroy helped run it. Well, associate coach Jeff Ward did most of the heavy lifting coaching-wise, but reports had already been floating around that the 54-year-old Peters was fired. Those reports proved false, and Brad Trilliving addressed the media right away. And I'd like to bring up some audio from Brad Trilliving from earlier on Tuesday, just to so you could hear. He was very cut and dry, wanted to address the media, but didn't want to get too far into detail on behind the scenes and what's been happening. I'm sure there's a lot of legalities that are involved if they would like to let go of Bill Peters or fire him. There's some steps that need to be taken legally speaking so that they can protect themselves. There's not much there in terms of information, but it is good to hear from the general manager and to have him address what's happening in real time. We were made aware of the social media tweet uh, from Akeem Alou. Um, since that time, and, and to be perfectly honest, I, I think it was sometime in the first or second period, um, obviously, I want to start by saying allegations of this nature we take very, very seriously. This is a subject matter uh, that has no place uh, in our organization. And so the, the magnitude and, and the seriousness nature that we take this allegation is, is very high. Um, throughout the evening last night and into this morning, we were starting an investigation into the incident. The purpose of me coming you here today is we have not completed that. We're trying to be as transparent as possible and to update you. Um, Jeff Ward is running our practice here today. Bill will remain at the hotel. Um, Bill has not been relieved of his duties. We are continuing this ongoing uh, investigation right now. Uh, We hope to have this completed quickly, but it's got to be thorough. It's got to be thorough and it's got to be done correctly, and I'm not about to um, comment on anything halfway through or give tidbits or give sound bites at this point other than to say um, the serious nature of this is not lost on us. Um, We take it with extreme um, 
like I said, the extreme seriousness and, and until such time as we, I personally can talk to all parties involved and everybody that we want to as part of this, um, we, we can't, we're not going to comment, but I, I wanted to at least bring you up to speed um, and update you. There was another serious claim against Peters on Tuesday afternoon with defenseman Michelle Jordan posting on Twitter that he was physically abusive on the bench during his tenure with the NHL's Carolina Hurricanes. Peters opted out of his contract with the Hurricanes in April of 2018 and was then hired by the Flames. And Jordan wrote this, Never wish anything bad to the person, but what you get what you deserve, Bill. Played, of course, in 79 games with the Hurricanes and is now playing in the Russia-based KHL. After years of making it to the NHL, had experience with the worst coach ever by far, kicking me and punching other player to the head during the game and pretending like nothing happened. Couldn't believe my eyes what can happen in the best league. It's awful. I think that, well, of course, Jordan expanded later on TSN and said that he kicked me pretty hard in the back during a game. Even the trainers and other guys saw it. I was at the point in my career, like I just got there, so I couldn't say anything. I didn't want them to think I was crying. Me and my agent, we kept it secret. Now other guys are speaking out, so I felt like I could. And another guy also that came to um, the table on social media said, that it was Sean McMorrow who played for Peters with the American Hockey League's Rockford Ice Hogs. He said in this tweet, if you think my Commodore had harsh words for Mike Babcock, you're in for a treat to hear what I would have to say about Bill Peters. Worst human being to ever coach me. Treated me terrible on an AHL team where I won a league award for community service. Hashtag bad guy. So there's lots to unpack here. There's lots of claims that are coming forward. There's a lot of players that are coming forward with their own story. Uh, this is just not this is just not looking good for Bill Peters in in Calgary. I think that there's no possible way that he can come back from that in this day and age. We haven't heard his side of the story. There's two sides to every story. And in this cancel culture, like I talked about, we're so quick to judge and quick to, you know, just get rid of people as soon as something bad happens. We still haven't heard his side of the story, but I, I don't think we ever will at this point. He's not a guy that's going to... Uh, potentially come forward and speak in publicly or you know publicly apologize for any of these things I don't think I mean things could change in the next you know 24 hours we've seen how much things can change in the span of 24 hours with this entire scenario but I really don't see this ending well for Peters and Calgary really the only thing left to do I think for the Flames is to fire him and move on and and try to move forward. And I'll expand on this after the break. I think Jeff Ward would be a perfect candidate to do some damage repair um, moving forward with the Flames. And we may see that in the next coming days. But as of Tuesday night, they had not made a decision on Bill Peters' future. They did decide that Jeff Ward would be taking over the bench on Wednesday against the Buffalo Sabres in Buffalo. And after the break, I'll expand a little bit more on Jeff Ward, his history, and how the Flames can move forward from this. You're listening to Locked on Flames, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, the number one local sports daily podcast network. I'm Kristen Anderson. Thanks for joining me again today. 
So there's an obvious next move for the Calgary Flames when it comes to the head coaching position, and that is Jeff Ward, the associate head coach of the Flames. He knows the team, he knows the systems, he knows the personnel, and he knows the uh, assistant coaching staff, Martin Jelena, Ryan Huska, goaltending coach Jordan Siegelet, the entire personnel. It's an easy fit. It would make sense. He has good relationships with the current players. And there's reason to believe that he could be the correct one in this role long term. There's no reason why he couldn't. So we know this. We know that Brad Living hasn't finished the investigation behind Bill Peters and the racism allegations or the racist comments. We know that Jeff Ward will be taking over behind the bench in the interim at least for Wednesday's game against the Buffalo Sabres at 5 o'clock on uh, Wednesday. The fact that the Flames are going through their third head coach in the last eight seasons and the second head coach in the last three and a half seasons speaks to a higher level, I think, of disappointment that must be occurring within the organization. They've had a difficulty finding the right person to steer the ship and it's pretty bad when the team that had the most wins in franchise history a year ago is dealing with this type of stuff at this point in this juncture in the season. I think that you have to look at who the next fit is going to be for this position. It has to be the right one. It has to be quick, of course. Jeff Ward is the right there. He is the perfect candidate at this juncture. I don't think there's any other candidates out there that would make a better fit for the Calgary Flames right now. I think that they have to put somebody in place right now that can mitigate some of the damage that's gone on. And Jeff Ward's the perfect guy to do that, I think. Uh, he... He's used to the head coaching duties. He's got a long history in professional hockey. It dates back um, into the 90s when he was with the, the in the OHL, um, various stops in the OHL in the, during the 90s. Um, he was with the Kitchener Rangers. He was with Guelph. But the big brick, I think, came for him in 2001, 2002, and 2002, 2003 when he joined the Hamilton Bulldogs as the assistant coach. Uh, there he was promoted after Michel Therrien was fired at, with the Canadians, and he was promoted to replace Claude Julien as the head coach, who moved up, of course, to coach the Canadians. And there he led the team to Calder, the Calder Cup Finals. Now, I'll have a little bit more later this week in the Calgary Herald and Calgary Sun about Jeff Ward and talking to some of his former players and expanding a little bit about his coaching style and the type of person that he is. But I think that there, you know, is a perfect example of the type of player, the, sorry, the type of coach and how much he's able to get out of his players. There he was the AHL's coach of the year. Uh, he had a really good record. He spent a year with the Toronto Roadrunners before the Oilers American Hockey League team relocated to Edmonton during the 0405 National Hockey League lockout. He went over to Europe, had some experience over there, and then he came back and teamed up with Julian again with the Boston Bruins. There, of course, he won the Stanley Cup with Milan Lucic in 2011. And he went back over to Germany with Mannheim and he won the Dell Coach of the Year and a Dell Championship. And then he came back to the NHL, 
with the New Jersey Devils and spent three seasons there before the Flames sought out Ward services to help the Flames' struggling power play ahead of the 2018-19 season. And he did that. He improved the Flames' man advantage in one year from 29th, 16.0%, to 18th at 19.3%. This is a team that's struggling right now, and they need somebody to just calm the ship Jeff Ward is a former high school teacher and elementary school teacher. He has the reputation of being an honest coach, a good communicator. I think the Flames need that right now. They need somebody just to calm the waters, and we'll see how that works later this week. We'll see what happens later this month of how things turn out. And moving forward, we'll see what happens with Bill Peters and uh, the future of him and the way that the Flames respond and move forward from this incident. I think it's a really telling time in this organization how they respond and how they move forward. But ultimately, I think that Brad Trilliving has to make that call. Thank you so much for joining me. I'll be back Wednesday to recap what happened in the game against the Buffalo Sabres and to provide any updates that happen throughout the day in this ongoing and very serious story that's developing with head coach Bill Peters and the Calgary Flames. Love me now. Would you love me